So, true story, not all answers to common problems can be found in a textbook. Also true, not all problems that you face in the lab are considered common. And that's why the National Society for Histotechnology is bringing to you this podcast as part of our Histo Help series. Let other NSH members help you with your problems, big and small, common and uncommon, thick and thin, at least if we're talking about sectioning. And don't forget, solutions like these can be found throughout the halls of the 45th Annual NSH Symposium Convention, taking place in New Orleans, Louisiana this year, September 20th to the 25th. And if you have a tip or trick that you'd like to share, reach out. We'd love to feature you on a future episode of HistoHelp. Welcome, of course, Gail Callis, who is one of our probably most notorious or notable, either way you look at it, members. Uh, just say what just say well known well known members okay fair enough so um this year we had a question that came through on our community forum the block and it was um posted about cutting thin paraffin sections and the question was does anyone have suggestions on how to cut very thin 0.5 to 1 micron paraffin sections of mouse kidney and gail you had um a suggestion and and I would like to hear, do you remember what that suggestion was? Yes. Um, one micrometer is probably going to be more successful than doing 0.5 micrometers. And because you're limited by the hardness of the paraffin, paraffin is just not as hard as a plastic. So you, it's very difficult to get a 0.5 micrometer section. And is there anything that um, you mentioned here use the new sharp blade edge or either a high or low profile. And you mentioned that that's critical. Why is that so critical? Well, in order to get a decent thin section, um, and hopefully the people are using harder paraffin, but it's not necessary, you can try it. An absolutely brand new sharp blade will make thin paraffin sections much easier. I always trimmed on one side and I never, I always, uh, did the sectioning itself on a brand new clean edge. Now you mentioned um, you, ice use, trim. you mentioned that you would ice the trimmed block face. What does that do? Oh, uh, it just makes the paraffin harder. Okay, nice. That's a great tip. It's um, nice and simple. And, and if you start out with a hard paraffin, that helps. Um, there are many brands to try, and you can either ice the block directly in while it's still in the microtome, in the block holder, or um, a lot of times people can take it out, but, but you risk, if you take the block out to ice it, you risk having to always readjust the block face to the, to the blade edge again. So it's better to ice if you can while the block is still in the block holder on the microtome. That's a great tip, absolutely. Um, and then the only other thing that I see here that you mentioned um, was that you don't obviously don't over process or dehydrate um, the tissue which dries excessively um, and no heat added to processing solvents. Is that true? I never, yeah, I never added heat to any processing of any animal tissues. They are leaner than human tissues mm -hmm. and you will dry them excessively and what you will do is remove the uh, bound water on the proteins rather than the free water in the tissue itself. 
So you have, you should always do, um, especially mirroring tissues, is adjust for the size of the tissue. And if you're doing smaller pieces of the tissue from a kidney, you don't want to have it processing for an hour per station. You probably can get by, especially with the modern processors with shorter processing times. And I did use vacuum processing, alternating vacuum pressure processing. Oh, okay. Um, however, with human tissues, I did manual processing. I did not use the processor because my pathologist said you're just desiccating the living daylights out of the tissue in that processor. So I started doing uh, hand processing instead. And it, it just depends on whether you're clinical or veterinary. Um, thank you for your time. And are you going to be with us in, uh, you're going to be with us in New Orleans for the convention this year, correct? For the whole thing, even House of Delegates. What are you looking forward to most in all of, for the convention this year? Oh my gosh, uh, the banquet, because I, I'm allowed <laughs> to present awards as editor-in-chief for the journal. Oh, that is a good one. Uh, I'm going to be attending workshops. I'm going to be attending the strategic planning committee meetings. I stay very active. I'll be looking at all the posters and, and just have fun with a lot of my friends too. It's, it's a great time. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, if you'd like to be featured on one of our HistoHelp episodes, send us an email, histo at nsh.org. Thank you.